Alright, bruh. We back for steady rotation. How we doing, Queso? Hey, bro. We're just trying to stay warm out here. Over the weekend, I had to go shovel snow. Damn near lost my life. But I had a random guy with his truck who saved me, helped me out with some snow shoveling. Listened to some good singles. Living good, man. You know, keeping it steady right now. How about you, Vic? Been chilling, man. Been chilling. Yeah, the snow. I don't know. I guess that's guess that's what you get for living in New England, but it's all good, man. It's all good. But yeah, man. Um, I think just jumping into it, man. We didn't get too many, too many projects this week. We got some dope singles. Um, hey, bro, hold up, though. Hold up, though. You can't do my boy Kyle like that. He did drop an album. I mean, I feel like know, I can do him. Quick like shout that. out to my boy Kyle. Oh, 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 bro! Clearly, you just do not hang around with females enough to appreciate his music. I also don't hang around a time machine to 2016 or 2017. <laughs> um, man, if, if you find one, let me know, bro. I'm trying to go back. I'm trying to invest in some Bitcoin. Super duper, Kyle. Uh, I've famous for a while. But yeah, I mean, I, I did, I didn't give it a chance, but I. You know, I'll take your word for it that it was a pretty good project. Like, I don't think he's a bad artist, actually. You know, I think he's a little gimmicky, but, you know, I think he has his place. But we got some dope singles on Friday. But we also got a dope single on Monday. On Monday, we got a dope single, right? Bro, from the one and only The Truth, man. Cal Beasy X Denzel Kerr. Goodness gracious. That's Cal Banks for the Uninformed. Largely featured on The House is Burning with hit tracks such as Hey Mister. Oof. I mean, but yeah, he blessed us again with this track. I I mean the production was to me, I was like, it's like, damn, this is a nice beat. Like, who did this shit? And you heard those, like, that alien, whatever, that space kind of sound. And I was like, oh, shit, that's Cal Bex's production tag. Bro, man, like, when I when I heard Cal Banks and Denzel Curry were making a track together, you know I had to listen. And then, you know, first and foremost, one thing I really love about Cal Banks' production is just, like, the fact that he keeps his production very fundamental. He's not trying to hit you with too much. He's not trying to overproduce. He's just finding a quality sample loop. Giving you the, the the most simplest, not the most simplistic, but the most fundamental drum patterns. But they kick, they keep on hitting. And then sometimes when he just be doing his beat switches, bro, come on, man, it's over, it's over. Yeah. So tell me how you felt about that second half of the track, man. The second half, it was like, I think I was telling you yesterday. I was like, it sounded like it was gonna slow down, and it kind of did. But Denzel still kept his tempo. And I think even I, I think the second half of that, the the beat switch was, it it opened up the song a lot more for Denzel to like just you know just go in and kill the song at the end, um, even with like it, and still keeping the same like sample basically, but it it is sonically like two different parts of the song. Um, I thought he killed it. They both killed it, bro. Cal Beasy did it again. Denzel Curry stayed consistent as ever. Supposedly, we're getting an album this year. Whenever that happens, all I know is he blessed us with, um, you know, the 1.5 remix of Unlock 1.5 last year, which was like the remix album, like the Unlock series. And now we're getting something more of him. 
and I'm here for it, man. I'm I'm excited. I'm excited. Yeah. Me too. Um, I will say that I don't know. I think <coughs> Woo. that COVID. Um, I will say I don't know. I'd be interested to hear like what kind of sound Denzel's going to try to go to now because maybe he might just kind of go back to his roots a little bit or maybe he might try to do this continue this whole Zeltron like uh, Cloud Cobain stuff I don't know or he might just do this Ricky kind of production I don't know it'd be interesting I, I like how he's he's still like evolving but he has like all these different sounds that he likes to, like try out and you know but he still maintains the bars I'm just happy that, like, over the years, he just, like, made, like mastered his flow and became tighter and tighter with it. Because I remember back in the N64 days where, like, he was clearly rapping. But he was, you know, he definitely was sometimes a little bit more energetic and sloppier with the flow execution. But, like, you can just clearly tell that, you know, he's probably drinking more water. You know, he grew, he's growing his dreads back. You know, he's getting older, so obviously he's getting wiser. He's getting his comic book game on. You know, like, I'm just, I just love to see the progression. He's clearly has to compromise his sound. I'm like, <clears throat> uh yeah, someone else who uh, whose name shall not be mentioned until he uh, redeems himself. Isaiah? Nah, bro. Isaiah? No, nah, Isaiah good in my book, bro. I'm t- I don't know, man. The streets. Wait, who'd you say? I'm talking about the Budman from the Brooklyn streets. Oh, yeah. I mean, we already talked about him last week, but yeah. He's, he's not even the Budman anymore. I don't know. He's a butty boy. <laughs> Whoa, hey yo. Uh, <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, yeah, we talked about this yesterday too. It's just like there's this new single. Like we're still upset about it because there's like no, there's no part about it that is Brooklyn. There's no part about it that is like even like New York. There's no part of it even like the Caribbean roots. Um, and it's just an entirely like mainstream sound which is like so not joey but i guess it is now i don't know we'll see we'll see what we get hopefully it's just kind of like a lucy hopefully it's not something i do i do want to give him credit though because uh this week or like two days ago he did drop the music video for temptations off of his you know kkk album if you remember that or american album with triple k so i don't know if maybe he got the memo from some people saying hey bro like we're not really feeling new sound, or maybe he just had something in the vault that he wanted to release or re-release because there were some like legal issues I heard initially. But uh, I'm glad that uh, he's able to sort of bring forth a little bit of nostalgia to the fans who are still looking for that. But anyways, man, we'll we'll leave Joseph to his devices right now. Right now, we're talking about you singles, man. Yeah, gotta true. talk about the butcher, bro. The Benny butcher. the butcher. Yeah. Butcher. Um. Just another kind of like. How you feel about that beat, bro? I fucked with it. I fucked with the whole song too. Like I thought, Benny. I think he came in with the bars again. The production, kicked in with the sample too. Like I don't know. Like I had no complaints about the song. Even Jermaine, who like I'm not even the biggest fan of. I'm just like God, I thought he did his thing. You know. Um, he even said Jermaine. he was he was the butcher too. Hey man, all I gotta say is this. First and foremost, shout out to Benny the Butcher and the whole Griselda team for, you know, getting the respect and, you know, recognition that they are getting right now. Obviously, you know, having them work with people such as Kanye West on Donda, 
having getting a J Electronica verse, you know, um, West Side specifically, it's kind of wild to me. And just now seeing that they're working with J Cole, clearly shows that you know that the hard work and dedication that they put into the game is finally paying off, and it's beautiful to see. Um, the song, in the context of a single, felt a little bit underwhelming to me, or I guess my expectations were, I guess like on like a nine or a ten, and it was more of like a a cool, cool eight. And I'd probably just say that's because it sounded more like an album cut to me than like a single single, which makes sense. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if like this track. That... Um, shout out to Alchemist. You know, I feel like he's kind of like a 50-50. Like, I love Alchemist production, but sometimes when his production doesn't hit, it just feels like very monotonous. In this case, I think that the beat was fine, but I found the mixing to be a little bit underwhelming. So fun. Again, sonically, just listening to the bars to be a little bit of a chore. Benny the Butcher did his thing, honestly. With like, like again, like Benny never disappoints. Kind of like the game on uh, that song with Kanye. What was it called? Like Easy, yeah. The song Easy. that came out like two, three weeks ago. Like kind of how like you know the game kind of killed it. I was like, not nah, you know, I was, I was impressed, but I guess it was to be expected. Um, Jermaine came through. It was a cool verse, maybe not like I guess quote unquote the feature killer you know call that I was kind of looking for, but it, it did fit the vibe if not if that makes sense. Like I don't think that anyone like stole the show or overshadowed anyone, and I think that they both played their parts well in the song. Personally, I just kind of hope that if this track does come up on an album, maybe that whoever was on the mixing board remixes it a little bit better. But you know, it was cool. I think that like the star power kind of like made me think it was going to be out of this world, but listening to the track was just like a solid track, if that makes sense. It didn't meet my expectation, but it by no means was like trash or anything like not worth listening to. I mean, what say so you're 50 50 on Alchemist? Like, what other Alchemist production, like, produced tracks do you not fuck with? Bro, before like Sick came out, like half of Earl's tracks with Alchemist, I don't know about you, but it put me to sleep. On sick? No, no, no. Before sick, before sick, when Earl was on his like before sick, half of the songs that Earl and Alchemist would do, they would just put me to sleep. Like it was like just a clean piano loop, and maybe it's not even Alchemist's fault as much as like me knowing how Earl is gonna attack those beats. But like when Alchemist doesn't hit, it just kind of feels maybe. How about this? It's not that Alchemist makes bad beats, but his frequent collaborators. I feel like I've sort of learned the formula. So if it's not like A1, then it's like, all right, like, you got your cool little sample, some piano flourishes, some, you know, like boom bap drums, and then, you know, raps here and there. But for instance, if I think about Alchemist and, um, you know, Action Bronson, heat every time, bro. Heat every time. Lamb with lamb over rice? Come on, bro. Come on, bro. Hmm. Hmm. Sounds like you're just a hater, and I guess that's why you're not coming to see him and Earl on the tour. So, hey, bro, I'm still looking for that album between him, Earl, and Vince, bro. I'm still searching. That's never coming. That's like those mythology albums. It's like Kanye x Drake or Tyler x Earl. Like that, the shit's never happening. Black hippie hey, album mm-hmm. never happening. Hey bro, why you keep here? Why you, why you go for my life right now, bro? Why you, why you come for my life? Those those mythology albums, those like the uh, like rare Pokemon kind of shits. Hey bro, watch out! You about to get we about to get a Kanye X feature track. About to be the most misogynistic track of the of the decade. About to be beautiful. True. Man. 
but yeah, man, I'm I'm ex- so I, hmm? I'm excited about this yeah. new Nego collab project because we got a dope single from Mr. Rakim, aka ASAP Rocky, ASAP, aka Pretty Flacco. ASAP. Hey, Amen. First and foremost, just shout out to the piano chords. I didn't know I needed a. I didn't know I was. I, I needed so much Rocky in my life, man. Like when I heard the piano chords and just heard Rocky just floating on that beat, I was like, oh, damn! This is a pretty. This is a pretty Flaco dude. Like this is. This is the goat right here. We need. Where's 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 Cozy Tapes Volume Three? Where's All Smiling? Where's him and Frank Ocean doing some random stuff? Or where's Wang Sap? Or anything ASAP related? Re- any well, anything ASAP Rocky related? Really? Like, whew, that song revived me, bro. That Twenty One Savage line too was. Oof. Um, no, I thought it was well produced. Um, definitely like. And I was, it was funny, I was reading the lyrics just on Genius, and like, there's not, not it's a very standard ASAP Rocky, like, song in terms of lyrics, but when sure. you put it on top of the production, and, you know, when you put in Rocky's charisma and, like, ability to kind of float and showboat on a track, I mean, to me, it elevates that, that whole single to, like, a level where I was, like, kind of hyped. You know, now I'm kind of like interested to see what, you know, if if he is dropping a new project this year, you know, what it's going to be like, um, because I think it, this track to me was a very like typical like and a really good track nonetheless, but like a very typical like ASAP Rocky track, like with kind of like this. Uh, I don't know if it's New York production, but it's definitely production he would rap over. Mm-hmm. And it fits his like, fits his flow, fits his voice, you know, fits his sound. Hey man, I mean, I, I definitely agree with you. Like, initially, for whatever reason, like because you know, I I didn't do my research. It's like, yo, like did that did that dude produce the beat? But then obviously, like, no, he, he didn't. He just like likes to collaborate with dope artists. And he just you know had ASAP Rocky and some producer you know come together, but uh. I guess what I really liked about the song is that, it, like you said, it, it encapsulated the essence of ASAP Rocky so well. ASAP, by you know, like by no means is like some kind of master lyricist. At least, you know, not by well, maybe by modern standards. But you know, like he's you know by no means is he necessarily rapping about the most intricate things like a Lupe Fiasco or a J Electronica. But his charisma, like yeah, his charisma and wordplay choices in conjunction with his instrumentation choices really just elevates the sonical experience to something that like you can you can bump to on a surface level but then if you like actually like 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 wordplay or like slick rhyme schemes you can actually like appreciate ASAP Rocky. I definitely remember like back in like 2017, 2019 when he was kind of like low key like the feature killer. I don't know if you remember a West Coast on ASAP Ferg. Like the West Coast remix where like ASAP Ferg, ASAP Rocky, yeah uh, Buster Rhymes, Snoop Dogg, Rick Ricky Rose. Whew. That ASAP verse still still rings in my head, man. He's like, running, running like you still. I don't even want to like. I don't even want to like misquote him. I just want to tell you that like he really stepped up. Then 
or like had sex with enough women to like gain that power skill, but like that man's flow is untouchable, bro. Yeah, man, that's like kind of what he's known for, right? Um, and I think Pharrell had a lot to do with that track too. And I don't know, I don't know if they've necessarily worked a, a whole bunch together in the past, but um, I think Pharrell's just one of those guys who always knows like how to still have his own sound, but always like kind of curating it to the artist's sound. Like him and Tyler always kind of hit, um, and this kind of he kind of knew what to do with this kind of production um, overall. And it's funny because I don't think this track was too, like, too crazy of a track because I know that was, like, something that, like, the last time we heard from Rocky when he was, like, coming out with a project, which was testing, um, you know, I, I think a lot of people, like, were very split on it. I think it was like a 50-50 split. Like you either loved it or you hated it. Um, which is like, and, and you know, I think we're just going to get into like, like our man ASAP Rocky over here and just like his whole career. And I, and I think one of the major complaints about <clears throat> testing was that it was too experimental or like trying too hard to be experimental. It's almost like the album was about testing new stuff. <laughs> you know, I didn't even really think about it like that, but <laughs> yeah. Um, but you know, I was listening to like all his projects, and I mean, the dude has always been kind of experimental. Like everyone thinks he's just like a Harlem rapper who raps over like three six mafia samples, but he's really not no. that. That's like ten percent. Maybe, of his... maybe in the maybe in the beginning, I'll give you that for yeah, you. Like, yeah, like love. Yeah especially on the mixtape, um, definitely. But that's, I would say it's like 10, 15% of his catalog. Everything else is like, it's really interesting to see like how he came up in an era that was kind of that SoundCloud era, right? Like music becomes more digitized. The platform becomes more digitized and internet-based. So now there's no need to really have that geographic location kind of influence driving like your music now you can kind of expand because everyone's listening to your shit doesn't matter like people from new york people from missouri whatever and i think you kind of recognize that and has always tried to kind of like have an interesting sound and nothing is very like nothing is too new york nothing is too memphis or houston or too kind of like hipster experimental it's all like this kind of nice like nice mix i mean some shit ends up coming out like kind of whack or like kind of like corny but yo why are you talking about that song with him and kodak black call drops i like that song i'm sorry i don't i mean it's definitely like just like kind of it's not even i wouldn't even really call it a song it is a song, but it's not, it's very, like, strange. It's not, it's Kodak rapping over, like, a prison phone call. Like, um, there's definitely tracks on that project that just kind of leave my head scratching, like, uh, like, Brother Man. Um, hey, man, that's the best French Montana verse I've ever heard, feature verse I've ever heard, bro. No. No. 
No. But yeah, man. I mean, like, how, how, like you growing up here, like, I feel like ASAP yeah. Rocky was like a very like quintessential high school, like for our generation, like high school hip hop artist. Like, he was on the come up when we were like coming up in high school. But like, I don't know if you felt like you started listening to him in high school or college. Like, what what was your like introduction? I didn't really get into hip hop until like college, and at that time, uh, you know, I like what long, like long live ASAP came out. So like you know, like the commercial debut, you know, where it fucking problems, Goldie and you know all those wonderful tracks. I remember like listening to him, and I, again, I was like still in my like backpack tip, like heavy. I'm like, bro, who is this dude? He got no bars. Like, what is this? Like, it's too commercial. Because again, if it's like on the radio, mass, you mass appeal, it must must be bad. That was, like, what central my brain was at because I was just in my Wu-Tang bubble. But then, you know, like, obviously, I was, like, messing with Our Future and, you know, TDE. So there was always, always like, a little bit of cross-reference with, you know, some ASAP. Well, not so much with Our Future, but definitely with TDE where, like, either Schoolboy Q. Well, specifically Schoolboy Q would work with both ASAP Rocky and Ferg. And I did, mm. like, those songs. And then randomly, I don't even know why, like, shout out to the YouTube algorithm gods. I just happened to hear one train. And... <laughs> Can we just can we just take a moment to like appreciate uh-huh. that moment in hip hop? That's like, like that's like a snapshot of that era of hip hop where like it was uh it's just like everyone on that track was like like all about to hit their prime. But everyone like different kind of um just different artists. Like none of them are like kind of like in the same circles now anymore or even were back then. Yeah, definitely not. I'd say maybe like, um, yeah. Um, but one train. Whew. Yeah, man. So like, I heard one train out of nowhere. I'm like, okay, this is undeniable. Again, it's undeniable, bro. Like, your girl smell like a penguin. Come on, bro. Like, come on, bro. Like, yeah. Anyway, so with that being said, so then when the next album came out, which was what, like, at uh, at long last ASAP, the the one where he had that homeless dude on the you know like on like six of the tracks, huh? that was my oh, actual Joe Fox. Like, first like Ace, yeah Joe Fox yeah. Again like you know long story short, ASAP Rocky found this random dude like playing instruments, living homeless back in England. He liked the sound so much that he put him on like six of the six songs of the album. And, yeah, we you're, don't know. You're making it sound Fox like he's, that, but you're making it sound like he was ass. I'm not, no, 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 I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, like, we, I, that I don't know what happened to, what, what happened after, with him afterwards. Apparently, uh, you, know, you know? There's, like, some, like, uh, it's kind of, like, a mystery, I guess. Like, like, uh, no one really, I guess there's, like, word out that he is, like, I don't know. There's, like, I, I feel like I read something before that he's, like, homeless again, or that, like, no one knows where he is anymore. Like, kind of, like, fell off the face of the earth a little bit but like it's kind of a mystery i guess as to kind of what happened i just hope that i just hope that jamie fox is doing jamie fox joe fox jamie fox joe fox i hope that i hope that joe fox is you know holding his head together his contribution on the album honestly was really fire and i really think that joe fox's contribution towards that album sort of gives you know this album or the second like the second official tape 
like they're legitimate like its own sonical distinction out of everything else of the album if you ask me personally mm. um i listened to the album from top to bottom honestly i loved it it was it was cool i mean again it was maybe like a little bit less lyrical than i quote unquote would have wanted it but in terms of how he presented you know his topics of music and stuff like that it was undeniable and then i remember excuse me came on and oof there's something about like how like it's original. It feels like a, a classic hip hop beat, but then when the hook comes in, it all of a sudden gets like a psychedelic hook feeling, and it's like excuse me, and you know so on. But like, I just like the way that the man infused like I guess quote unquote typical boom bap hip hop beats with you know some of the sample nature, which is obviously still inspired by the southern stuff, with some more electronic you know electronic vibes. And I was like, okay, this this dude's obviously like trying to you know cultivate a sound and one thing i really loved about asap rockies was his music videos something about like even if i didn't care for the songs like the music videos would always like elevate the experience yeah i think that was the album where he like started doing a bunch of like acid like before recording so he became like a very like acid kind of guy like lsd i mean he has a fucking track just called lsd um but yeah, man, that whole that whole album to me was like very like sonically like like a trip, honestly. Um, tracks like "Excuse Me" and "LSD." Even to me, the best part of "Excuse Me" or like one of the best parts of that song is like uh, kind of the outro when it was just it's just like the sample keep keeps going, and it's just like the girl kind of like like just doing that up up, and it's just like it, it just the the beat rides out. Um, it rides out amazing. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, Joe Fox does is a highlight on that project because I think he has like a very distinct voice and a pretty good voice too. Um, the only issue I have with that album, which is weird because I feel like the complaints about testing more so would make sense to me about this project. Um, and I feel like a lot of tracks on here, Rocky doesn't get the most out of his features. Um, like the Kanye feature, like um, where he's just like, <laughs> he's just like, he that era of Kanye is like kind of what we're seeing today, um, where he was kind of like wilding out. He's like, hey man. And then he's like, uh, just talking about like how people hate him as a black man because he's got the uh he's got the uh cr the energy of a white man or the the balls or something like that um and then he's like i got one kid but i'm fucking like i'm trying to have fomo and then the fomo like i was just like that's a very kanye kind of uh like bar and i mean it was corny um and then the future feature was also another one where it was just like, I don't know if it was like outright trash, but it was just very like, to me that, that whole song, Fine Wine was like very, I, I don't know if I really liked that song that whole much either. The MIA feature was also kind of whatever. Um, and then... I guess also, um, I don't know if I really can 
hate on every day. I mean, it's definitely like it's kind of like the schoolboy Q effect where they always try to put like one mainstream song on there to kind of get some airplay, you know. Yeah, you know the money maker. And with Miguel, Miguel's always on these tracks. It's like we need a song that needs to be on the radio, and we have a kind of mid to large hip hop presence here. Artists with a presence here get Miguel on the track. Hey, bro, why are you talking about weekend? That's a good song. <laughs> Every day. Um. But yeah, I mean, overall, that album. It's got a certain type of energy to it, and it's definitely moving. It moves away from a lot of, I guess, like the New York, whatever New York sound that ASAP had on the previous album, which was his first, uh, his, his his studio uh, debut, is now kind mm-hmm. of like minimized on this album. And you know, maybe maybe that's because this was the album. Post ASAP Yams' passing, you know, or just mm. Rocky just trying to kind of push the boundaries on his on himself. Uh, but to me, this album was like really great, you know. Tracks like Electric Body with Schoolboy Q, Canal Street, uh, Lord Pretty Flock with Jody, um, Wavy Bone, Back Home, talking about Ames. Um, excuse me, LSD, all those. Yeah, man, like it's it's a well packaged, it's a album well put together, which I personally think, and also I personally think this album has raised, uh, aged gracefully. Like, yeah, put the song now for the youngins who are more into the trap songs, and I think they can really recognize, yo, this isn't quote unquote old head music, if you know what I mean. Like, and even for the old heads, they can listen to this and say, yo, this feels like an artist who's actively trying to, you know create a sonical experience you might again not relate to the topics per se but how they are being presented feels authentic if that kind of makes any sense no weird rc fartsy type of way yeah yeah i mean just going back to my earlier point like asap rocky and like listening to all his music like over this weekend and just revisiting like a lot of shit um, and to me, it was like a, a trip down memory lane. Like I, I distinctly remember like where I was in life listening to these projects. Um, but he's 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 an interesting artist in that he is, I guess, a New York artist. But he never, I felt like he never allowed that kind of regional, um, I guess, label really box him in. You know, he's always tried. He's always He's always strived and prospered, you know. He's always tried to kind of expand on the sound, and you know. Okay, I see what you did there, Tip. I see what you did there, <laughs> Ti. Okay. Like, like maybe he did. Maybe he. Maybe that acid really did hit. Maybe he had some pretty good acid. Maybe he smoked up some really dope weed and expanded his mind. But, but thankfully he did because we got some dope music out of it. We didn't really get too much of a. Of just that whole being locked into that New York bubble, like, and and even still now, like I feel like, you know, even in the city, like New York, um, I f- I feel like he's very he's he's, he's 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 underappreciated, um, 
Wait, really? I think he is. I think he is. Really? Okay, ex- I, explain I yourself. I don't no, think he's underrated. I think he's underappreciated. Mm-hmm. I think a mm-hmm. lot of people who, who kind of say, who are like, who are your favorite New York artists right now? Like, no one ever says Rocky. Like, no one's ever, like, I think people give him respect, but no one's saying, like, Rocky. Yeah, no, that's actually right, though. No, no, you're right about that. I feel like people will, like, you know. I've never heard anyone say, like, ASAP like that, yeah. Yeah. I feel like most people will just kind of go to, like, you know, who's hot or popping, which is nothing wrong with that. Like, you know, people can say, like, 5e, Pop Smoke, um, you know, little TJ, whoever, Boogie, um, you know, all, all these guys. But um, people kind of, I think Rocky, like, gets forgotten about because he's never really tried to, like, hold on to that New York, you know, sound. I mean, he still reps Harlem, but. I think that's more from an artistic standpoint. He's like from Harlem. He's like saying like a Harlem dude can can be like a Kid Cudi type, you know, like kind of had these groundbreaking like psychedelic influence and put it in music in hip hop music and kind of changed the soundscape a little bit. That's actually a really interesting way to put it. A Harlem kid who is the the Kid Cudi Harlem kid. It's an interesting comparison. Yeah, they're definitely not but, the I same, mean, but, but yeah, no, I see that. But I mean, let's let's you know, like let's not let's not get it twisted though. Like, ASAP Rocky didn't just like you know stop giving us the bars. Do you, yeah. do you remember Cozy Tapes Volume One? Oof! Oh my God! Hey, man. Cozy hey, Tapes hey, man. Hey, man. Volume One or Volume Two? I'm talking about what? No, I'm just saying though, Volume One or Volume Two. Damn. Okay, alright. You know what? I'm gonna say one because I think one is a little tighter than two. But two definitely got some joints on there, though. It does. It does. But volume one to me, like, it's just all ASAP. That that to me was the best. Outside of Ferg and Rocky, that's everyone's best contribution under the ASAP, uh, I guess label or name. Twelve E. Nasty and don't forget Cardi, huh? Oh yeah, I mean, true, true, true. Um, Red before that's before he turned into a vampire. Yeah, but Lamborghini high. I'm looking at the track list right now, man. Like Lamborghini high, money man. London town, crazy brazy. Bro, London, London, yo, that that song. I need to play that song in London. Before I die, I need to just like play that song. <laughs> True. Like, I just need to. Um, so it's such a great song, man. What's that last joint? You know, what post? Oh, telephone calls? Oh, telephone calls, yeah. Oh, the one before that, Postman. too. Bachelor. Um, Bachelor. Oof. With Offset and Made in TO. Lil Yachty. Bro. Yeah, man. Or do you even remember Runner? Oh yeah, true, true, true. That one, true. that one was because uh, that's like when Uzi was like still bubbling up. Like, oh, ooh, man. Yeah. Volume one, man. You know what I really, you know what I really loved about the cozy tapes too. And again, this is like about me. Like, you, you got like for the listeners, you gotta, you probably noticed. Like, I like it when albums present present themselves for what they are. So, like, going back to Earl Sweatshirt real quick, the album, you know, just some rap songs, literally called just some rap songs. So, if you don't find a body of work inherently cohesive which is a complete a completely fair complaint to have i feel like at least how he presented it especially with the cover art being like a 
really messed up photo, you know, like a really shaky one. Uh-huh. You kind of knew what you were expecting from that. So calling this album Cozy Tapes Volume 1, you know, singing blue, you know, like seeing a, a baby photo of, you know, yams, you know, yams, you know, ASAP yams. It just kind of put, I guess it, it presented this as a mixtape to me that makes sense or just like, you know, the guys having fun, just, you know, getting their bars off and it's having and seeing the feature verses really actually like step up the game and contribute towards the whole sonical experience. It's just as a great time capsule of like 2016, 2017, man. Mm. Yeah, that was that was an important era, which was funny because that tape to me, even even the the track with Wiz, I forget what it's called. Um, and even the kind of like the muddier, slower so- songs on that album, I mean, they're still fine too. But um, yeah, it's another like kind of snapshot of like what was going on in uh, that era of hip hop. And then we got you know number two, which was fine. Um, but I did, well, it was I, more than fine. It was all right. It was more than just fine, bro. Uh, I bro, mean, what, what do you mean just more than just fine? It was definitely like the they kind of called it in a little bit, but they were having fun with the the project. I think. Bro, do you remember Bahamas? Are you serious? You, you don't remember how Schoolboy Q was slowing on that beat? Are you serious? I can't tell I if you're being serious. Dead ass serious. I am dead ass being serious. That's probably, no, no Captain Kirk in this building. That's probably like top three worst tracks on that album. And there's a lot of shit hey, on that bro. album. Hey, bro, I, I, don't, I don't know what to tell you, bro. I don't know I don't know about all that. But I will, I will say this, though. The whole school motif they were going for in this album, I didn't really care for it, to be honest with you. Yeah, me either. Um... I I remember. How do you I saw feel about th- Perry A? How do you feel about Perry A? It's it's all right. I like it, but I recognize it's kind of like hot garbage. Um, like you said, this like is remote the, control. The Jaden ver like uh, verse or the Jaden feature on there was kind of I don't know. With the pitch down vocals, it was just like whatever. But like I like the track. It's definitely kind of like, just kind of like a, like a low key banger. But I do remember looking at the like i distinctly remember looking at the the feature list before the album dropped and i was so hyped off of the what happens track with um was rocky ferg joey uh, a lot of uh, pro era dudes and um the flatbush zombies and i was like okay okay oh yeah you press play that beat was hot garbage too and everyone was like no one was rapping on that shit. In. No one was they rapping on that in. shit. They, I was so disappointed. I was, I was like, damn. No one, like, y'all didn't try. No one, I guess maybe, like, everyone kind of heard each other's verses. We're like, oh, I guess I don't got to try either. Even the producer was like, no one's trying on this shit, so I might as well make a whack-ass beat. So. <laughs> Bro, why you talking about escape <laughs> so disappointing yeah the, no, the whole album was up like and it. down up and down you know definitely does, like yeah no, i agree with you this definitely felt like a lot more phone calls rather than studio sessions that were recorded if you know yeah. but no i, I, like I mean I, I mean I, I i i take it back bahamas is definitely not like a 
like a top three worst track on that album because I just I just yeah. I'm looking at the track list right now that. and like I mean there's there's hot ass on this on this album. <laughs> Bahamas is not that I was, ass. I was gonna say, bro, Bahamas. Bro, school work, you ripped it, bro. Yeah. And you know your little boat. You know, trying to keep up. Yeah. But please shut up. Blowing minds. Walk on water. Ooh. Feel so good. Yeah, what about feel so good? Feel so good. Yeah. Cause it feels so good. Um. If you if you ever seen their uh, live performance, I forget. I think it was Jimmy Kimmel, but they they all performed that song. They were all on the whole ASAP group was there. It's a dope. It's a dope show. Um. Uh, but yeah, man. I mean, we we gotta track it back, man. To to the to the to the breakout album of the Cloud Trap era. Are you talking about that love? You talking about that love? Trying talking about that that clams casino. Talking about that Rocky. Talking about that hunger. Talking about that purple swag, bro. Purple swag. Yeah, man. I I mean, I got to be honest with you, man. Clam Casino deserves. He deserves so much more from this from this industry, man. Like the influence that that man brought towards the the cloud era of rap, phenomenal. Yeah, it's kind of. Like, cr- can we just take a moment to appreciate clams? No, yeah, like, no. Man. It's kind of crazy though. Sometimes in like hip hop, like some some people like clams because you know, like they do something like very like pioneering, and but they just never they just never really get their their comeuppance. They never really get recognized, you know. It kind of, it kind of feels Until bad. They die. True, but I mean, to me, this was probably the first hip hop project that I really listened to. This was back in high school, I think junior, senior year. I can't remember. Um, but you know, peso, peso was the song. You know, peso was like. I'm like, whoa! How is this guy rapping? Like, he's talking about the alphabet A B C D E F G. Harlem is what I'm repping. I'm like, oh boy. I'm like, um, <laughs> you're like, what? What is a lean? Why is he talking about <laughs> lean cut? <laughs> yeah. And um, but not nah, man. man talking about pills. Is he pulling a neutral B, Doctor Mario and Smash Brothers? That's a game of reference for y'all. Hey. But um, other tracks like Houston Oldhead, Bass, Leaf, Lit. I mean, and it's all like this is, I guess, his most uh, like influence sounding project because there's definitely like the houston like chopped and screwed influence the memphis influence the new york influence um but he does it all so well and he kind of makes it into his own sound um and even some tracks like they still have really that I guess I guess this is more so about clams casinos production you know he really I think he went above and beyond for a mixtape like this because I think I don't know I think it's such a quintessential mixtape of that era the 2010s like it's hard to not recognize the sound and the lyrics 
even the features, you know, just everything about that project is like era defining and it like just busted open the door for like yeah, like cloud cloud rap and kind of this kind of chopped and screwed like the revival of chopped and screwed, but also for SoundCloud rap. Hey man, look, obviously this wasn't the tape that I listened to first. In fact, I actually went back to this tape when the re-release came out. What about like three, four months ago? If you kind of remember, it was like playing. It's like, hey, like that's the tape that everyone like keeps talking is dope. So I did some of the things like Peso, Purple Swag, and the song with him and uh, Schoolboy Q. What was it called? Um, that guy, I think it was called? Or Brand New Guy, my bad, Brand New Guy. So... Mm-hmm. You know, able to listen to it from start to bottom, I got to say this, man. Like, first and foremost, I love mixtape energy. There's something about, like, that raw essence of maybe you want to call it the hunger or, like, that raw energy or whatever you want to call it, where you can, yeah. you can feel like the person is trying to grab your attention with the music you're trying to make. And uh, But it wasn't even, like, you know, like a attention-grabbing way. And obviously, again, ASAP is by no means a lyricist. He's not rapping about the moons and the stars, about the deeper... No, he's, he's, he's a fashion dude who raps about what he wants or what he does you know repping harlem you know stacking women doing drugs and you know like the the, the typical hip-hop mm. business but and again you know like i you know I, I do have to say this right like if if i heard this tape back in my elitist wave and i was like listening to let's say like you know the kendricks and the absoles and stuff i'm like what is this low grade music turn this shit off and then go back to my you know backpack yourself uh-huh. Probably might listen to like token, might listen to token or some shit. But you know, listen to this now, especially in the sort of like era of not SoundCloud rap because we're kind of post that. I, I guess I'll say TikTok rappers just because that's like the platform people blow up now, musically speaking. But uh-huh. I, I, you know, let's yeah, let's call it TikTok rap. Just like be able to listen to like, I guess the again the packaging of the ideas that are being presented. You can clearly tell that ASAP is not like even on this tape, he's not phoning in anything. Like he's really like you can yeah. tell that he like took the pen and pad and is actually rapping. And even if, even if he freestyled the verses, he's doing it based off of a certain flow execution that works. And then you know you get that Clarence Casino production in there, which just really adds in there. And the infusion of that southern sound, you know, where he's doing the chopped and screw, the deeper voices, some of the sample choices, it just like really like it really just kind of made me wonder in a very weird way, like yo. What if ASAP Rocky just got like the house was burning? Like, let's say he just got all the beats off of that tape. Like, he made an album off of that. Would, would that arguably be a better version of the album? Who knows? But like, n- now I want ASAP Rocky and some of those houses burning type beats. I need ASAP and Jay Wap to make a track together. But that's neither here nor there. I can just say from looking at this from someone who's appreciated the progression of the artist, that seeing this as a starting point, this is a one hell of a strong starting point, man. Mm. Just a lot of potential. And the songs age really well. I can't even lie with you. Like, even Peso, I can still bump that in. I can Hell still bump yeah. that in the whip. This one's some Peso. Yeah. Error-defining mixtape, you know? Um, nah, I mean, I, I think in large part, like, ASAP has always believed in himself from the get-go. Like, I think that's why he's always, like, I feel like that's why he gets kind of, like, going back to testing like i feel like that's why he got shitted on for that album because people complained that you know like it was weird sounding or it's too like you know it's too experimental he's, he's testing on an album named testing who yeah. would have guessed oh no bro burn him to the state 
but he's he's always wanted to kind of sh- like showcase his ability you know it's on this mixtape it's very evident that he's like he like i'm that pretty motherfucker like who can rap who can you know like have an ear for production can have a certain style like i'm still putting in effort into my flows my bars like it might not be the most introspective shit but like like damn like you really it grabs your attention because the dude pulls it off so well let's let's not we should give a asap rocky like some props though like Whenever he raps about the people that he lost in his, you know, like life, especially during his career, those are some like real like yeah. cuts in my personal opinion. Yeah. No, that's the thing too. Like he can get really introspective. Um, there's always like a few tracks on every project where he kind of talks about either you know like family loss, ASAP Yams. I mean, on testing it was more so introspective, like from the standpoint of like getting older and like recognizing that maybe he was a little bit of a thoughty. So he's like, I've lost all these girls who really, like, <laughs> I was in love with. And now they have, like, family and children. And I'm just, like, you know, I'm st- I'm still, like, cooling with my jewelry. But it's, it's this. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. Hey, let me ask you, bro. When you heard that song, you know about that one exactly. The, How did you feel about that verse, bro? We're, t- we're talking about Purity Ring, right? I think it was Purity Ring. No, 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 not pure. No, no, purity. I think it was um, was not um, black tux. Oh yeah, yeah. It might have been black tux. It's definitely like one of those last few songs. The purity is the one. Where... Yeah, yeah. No, but you you remember that song? How you feel about verse, bro? Because I can't lie with you. He sounded bitter to me when I heard that. Yeah, no. He sounded like uh, he said the bar like you know like are you posting like pictures of your kid on the gram so I get jealous? I'm like, damn, son. It's not that deep. I don't think it's that deep. Like, also, why are you still following her, fam? <laughs> or are you looking her up? It sounds like it sounds like you did that to yourself. Um, but yeah, I mean, now he's got Rihanna, so he's chilling. He's chilling. Riri. Bad guy, bad guy, Riri. Um, hey, bro, but like, what what is your take on testing though? Like, you know. Like what three years now, maybe four. I, I really liked it when it first dropped. I mean, and then I also felt like there was a lot of hate. Like I, I, I remember that. Like a lot of people did not fuck with it. Um, and then it kind of also made me not like fuck with it a little bit because I was like, I was like, damn, I'm like, I guess this album is trash. But um, no, I mean I've come around to it a whole lot more. And even even the songs that I really was kind of like eh about. I kind of like a little bit more like Black Tux. Um, Kids turned out fine. I guess the only real thing. Oh, that's, that's, no, 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 you're wild, bro. That was an amazing song. Yeah. Out of my face, bro. That was an amazing song. Yeah. I guess this has always just been like one of my major complaints about ASAP is that I don't really know if he should be like, like, bro, like you're rich. You got, you're in the music industry. Like just get a singing coach. Like it's not, it's not that hard, bro. Like, like he sounds w- like worse on testing singing than he does on like some tracks on uh long live asap or uh f- or live love asap and it's just like dude like just get a singing coach like or at long last asap you know it's just like I sold the drugs man <laughs> i guess but um 
it's just like a whole mix of songs too like i get it like people don't really but th- that's just always been asap like this is the dude who had like skrillex like producing a song and then had like one of the best posse cuts of the 2010s on the same project you know there's always he's always had a variety of sounds on his album um but this one is a little bit more i guess left field because you've got fk twigs with fuck sleep it's an amazing song asap forever with the moby sample which is also a great song um do you prefer the remix or you prefer the original i like the remix better you like the mm-hmm, yeah mm-hmm. i love it give me it um but then he's got some straight up bangers on there you know praise the lord bro tony 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 tone og beeper guns and butter <laughs> man i forgot about block boy jp it was supposed to be something he, he dropped an album on friday that's what I didn't even hear it. Yeah. Warrior. Yes, yeah, no, maybe maybe it's gonna be fire. Um But yeah, I mean like there's like just kind of oh no, it was Changes. Changes was the song we were talking about with the, with the oh, line. Changes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, like, it was changes. Aggressive word, yeah. Um but yeah, like like songs like Changes, Kids Turned Out Fine, Purity, Call Drops even, I would throw it in there like those songs definitely have like a more laid back not so hip-hop kind of production like very like indie guns and butter that shit's fire the juicy j um but yeah those kind of songs have definitely like uh there's no like boom bap there's no like hi-hats there's no like it's just very like more introspective tracks and I mean, I don't really, I don't, I don't really know what to say about call drops. I don't know what the purpose of that song was. To me, I just like it because it's free Kodak. <laughs> free Kodak, um, and he did get freed. Um, but Purity Ring with Frank Ocean. Oof, that, I mean, to me, that's just like a. It's like kind of. It sounds like a, what was that song? Uh, Provider. What by Lauren Hill? No, no, no. I don't know if you remember the provider single. No. Wow. It sounded. Oh like... wait, wait, wait. Um, wait by Frank Ocean. Right? Yeah, yeah. Call me. Na, 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 na. Uh-huh. Oh, what? bro, that's. I listened to that song at least one time. It's just puts me in the right mood. Yeah. Um, Frankie Ocean. But Purity Ring, like that was a. I like that track. I like it. I like. I like it a whole lot more now than I did back then. Like a lot of the slower kind of tracks and i also didn't really fuck with fuck sleep back then um but it definitely if you played in your car i mean the bass i mean it, it just it just hits hey man you know as you get older you know you, you get slower you know slow down a bit but you recognize you don't need to sleep that much you know trying to get that chicken fuck sleep But yeah, man. I mean, I don't know. Like, do you remember like what your first reaction to testing was? Yeah, actually, I do. And uh, honestly, 
I loved it just because it was just such a it was a variety pack of different sounds and singles. I'm not saying that I like every song because that would be disingenuous, but I liked all the artists. Even if I didn't like the song, I liked the artistic jumps that he took. It was like one of those things where I felt like no song, maybe besides Cold Drops, but that's not even a song. It's really more of an interview thing. Yeah. felt well produced and whatever I didn't like was just based off of my sonical palette at the time and also kind of going back to if I'm listening to hip hop I'm expecting quote unquote hip hop elements you know what I mean versus if I'm listening to like rap or sorry jazz there's some jazz elements I'm expecting versus like you know rock or whatever but never country so I just thought it was like a well produced album and the songs that I liked I just you know keep going we kept going back to them and then at some point I remember listening to the whole album in its holistical totality again and I mean, yeah, it's, it's a little bit of a mess. I'm not going to sit here and try to present like it to be this like coherent masterpiece because it really isn't. But again, right, it's called testing. And I felt like he tested out a lot of cool sounds and it just sounded really dope. And honestly, you know, like I'm probably going to get a lot of flack for it, but testing is actually my favorite album off of his like catalog. I'm not saying it's his best. I think his best is personally, uh, at, you know, at, at long last ASAP personally, but like mm. the album that I think I enjoyed the most was, you know, that just because of the art, because of the artistic risks that were taken. So therefore the rewards felt a lot less formulaic versus what I feel like I could sort of expect off of his other tapes, you know, again, like his first tape, you know, like in retrospect, obviously, I mean, it's like his, his first, you know, his in, initial tapes, so obviously like he can only go off from there and obviously it sounds really dope and cool, but you can definitely pinpoint like either due to budget constraints or just trying to get on, like, all right, he's the sound he's going to go for. And his, you know, like, long live. Definitely felt more like the commercial push, you know? I'm not saying, you know, like, they're definitely, like, again, great songs in there, but they're definitely more radio singles there that I think that even, like, in retrospect, Rocky was kind of like, yeah, I was just trying to get it on. <laughs> and then, you know, you have, like, At Long Last, which I think is a lot more experimental, a lot more truer towards ASAP, quote-unquote, an artist. But, you know, sonically speaking, it was definitely a lot more cohe- coherent than Testing. And while I do think it, that's why I think it's a better album, but I just find that the fact that Testing, again, wanted to try something different, when it tried something different and it hit, it like hit in a way that I would have never expected it to hit, if that makes sense. So I can appreciate when an artist jumps out the window and decides to do something, if it hits, if yeah. it doesn't, I'm just going to call it Yeezus Part 2 and then just throw it in a trash bin, or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Nah, like testing holds a special place, like in my heart too. Um, Let me ask you though, how did you feel about Sundress? Sundress, I love that. I mean, I, I like Tame Impala, so um, I like the sample. Um, you know, just another like he's definitely like. Ooh. Um, yeah, man, I I love that song. It's very like summer vibes. Um. Tokyo um yeah no I have first I really I don't know I, I feel like I always like that song but he's always he's always dropping those cool singles always it's always sundress babushka boy multiply bro babushka boy bro bro I I I just need like an EP. Just like give me six A tracks of like, of that. Just 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 to give me like an espresso shot of that. Uh huh. Babushka just, boys. Woo. That fucking beat. The samples. I don't understand how people say the ASAP. I don't know how people say ASAP fell off. I just don't get it. 
money power this is it um but you know what we kind of for kind of kind of skipped over it a little bit but his first project man long live asap i mean we talked about one train but um yeah goldie bro also had a goldie. goldie it's definitely it's funny because he has a mixtape that came out before it, but I feel like this is his most outdated sounding project. There's still a lot more. There's still a lot of quality tracks, um, but definitely his kind of most outdated sounding project, in my opinion. Um, but a couple highlights. I really think it's definitely very much reminiscent. Yeah. Reminiscent of the times. Yeah. But to me, like some highlights were you know one train i like goldie um but suddenly the beat switch or when the beat comes in i should say angels uh jodier long living i mean long live asap to me is like one of the craziest intro tracks to a hip-hop album it's just like especially going from uh the mixtape uh live love asap to his like commercial studio debut album and you're maybe like expecting like kind of that cloud rap or maybe some chopped and screwed shit but it's like kind of this wonky dark beat that just kicks off and then you know you're just like whoa what the fuck sounds like you're like you're like stuck in a prison or something uh you're right bro like I, I remember randomly hearing that song again in youtube algorithms and just loving it so then when i heard it in the context of the album i was like oh this is how we're starting it off, huh? Yeah. Okay. I was like, okay, like again, and then you know, going from there to Goldie, I'm like, okay, okay, and then uh, you know, got some other songs in there that you know aren't bad, but again, felt more commercial picks than anything. Yeah, I mean, this de- album definitely had some like a lot of these songs were on like on the radio like back then. Um, like fucking problems yeah, you know, you was a hit. The whole ASAP mob off of this tape. Yeah. But uh, um, yeah, I, I really like "Long Live ASAP." That's a great intro track. I mean, the only other like intro track that gives me like the same kind of like whoa, like like this is interesting way to start start an album. I guess is like "Good Kid, Mad City." Um, but no, nah, I mean that album too. Like, just brings me back to back to freshman year UConn, like that. That album was on repeat the whole time. Um, One Train is probably one of the best posse cuts of that era. But, you know, definitely a lot more commercial sound. But I don't know. He's got a large body of work now. I know he hasn't really, really tried to, like, give us an idea of when this new album all smiles is coming out but i mean i hope it's this year that's kind of like what the the blogs and the internet trolls have been saying hey man you know seeing just the progression from asap from his mixtape days to you know his first commercial debut to second one to testing and also you know being also very grateful that he didn't fall into the whole after music after release music risk you know consistently i'm very happy that he just decides to drop this I'm I'm here for it, man. Like, you know, I, I experiment. Like you said, 
he's always been the guy to experiment and test new boundaries and sounds. He's never allowed himself to be defined either by his geographical region or by whatever hat he has, right? From going to the commercialized nature of this album or the first album to what was these like psychedelic experimental album to the second one to just taking the testing route and then also doing some of the fun freestyles with the homies on the cozy tapes volume one and two uh-huh. i personally would like to hear volume three if that never happens that's fine by me but um i'm, I'm here for so, i'm here for some kind of rocky like if not him maybe him collaborating with you know t you know t boogie to go I mean, you know, would you not want some, you know, ASAP Rocky verses on some Tyler beats? Ooh, some more potato salad. <laughs> I'm here for we it. We need that wanks app ASAP. We do need, we do need that wanks app. You know, I mean, we didn't really talk about like feature Rocky too, like um, Who That Boy, um, Mazza on Ty- on um. Slow- Tyler to step up his flow. True. Slow ties, mm-hmm. slow ties. New latest project last year had a nice ASAP feature. Um, bro, ASAP on Cardi, Chopper, new Chopper, new Chopper, new Chopper. Oof, I mean, I can't even like. Do you remember that? Yeah, bro, I can't even like mimic. I can't even like rap along to his verse. It's just too nasty. Bro, the flow execution was too perfect. The flow execution just was just like, too like just from the jump, goes in like, just like, like just. Immediately, I can't. Um, but yeah, man, feature you ASAP. ASAP Rocky too when, when he tried to like revive famous Dex's career. Um, yeah, what was that one? Walk it. Or, um, pl- which one was that? What was it called? Pick it up. Oh yeah, pick it up. Pick it up. Pick it up. The Comethazine track hey, too. That was, that was a great song too. Yeah, he also came through for a couple. Um, pick it up, pick it up, pick it up. Um, yeah, I mean, even even on um, Roadrunner, Brockhampton's last project, uh, Bankroll, Ooh. Gilligan, they're 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 a broken up uh, super group band. Doesn't matter, they're over. Um, yeah. yeah, man. Feature ASAP, kind of, kind of underrated. Nah, he's not underrated. Uh, kind of old, like kind of, like definitely underappreciated. Not about you, but like, you know, going back to 2014, if you remember uh, Oxymoron, there were like some random bonus tracks that like you get depending if you like bought the album at like Target or wherever you would get them. Uh-huh. I still remember like this one song, Californication. Them featuring with school, you know, with ASAP Rocky. Oh yeah. Hey man, whenever Schoolboy Q and ASAP do something, hey man. Yeah. Hey, you know man. he's low-key funny what? too, man. Hey, like man. his interviews, always funny. The back and forth with Danny Brown series, um, through Noisy, that shit was legendary. Bro, that shit was too funny, bro. That's that's how I I started bro, saying br- I started saying bruh bruh like. Like in my actual life, because of that fucking video too. Um, yeah, man, ASAP, he's he's here to stay. You know, I'm always gonna look out for his shit. Like, always gonna look out, be excited for an ASAP project. You know, I just hope it one comes this year because it would be really dope, and especially because we'll probably be seeing him in April. 
because he is one of the headliners for the Smoker hey, Clubs. All I know is I need to hear I need to hear at least one of the tracks off of the uh, of the mixtape of the mixtape live. I just I just need to hear that. It's like one of them. I don't care which one. I just need to hear one of them live. Mm. I hope it's I don't know. Probably... Yo, let me ask you this though. Yo. Hmm? Go. Go ahead. Oh, let, let me ask you this though, right? So look, you know, shout out, you know, shout out to my boy Rocky. Clearly, you know, he's he's definitely an artist who I feel like has left his left a mark on the game of just again expressing himself in whichever way he found possible. Cool. Something interesting to think about now it's more for us to like not associate art in a geographical geographical location, but there was a time when like, oh, if you're from, you know, New York, you're supposed to sound like this. If you're from the South, you're supposed to sound like this. But you know, obviously ASAP Brock is one of those artists that initially broke those barriers, you know, with the introduction of the internet. But shifting gears, bro, the gear What was that? You heard about that two, 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 you know, February Twenty second in twenty twenty two. Man, don't even don't even bring that up, bro. Don't even. We're gonna do a bet here right now, bro. We're not. If he delivers at minimum a single, if not the album, on that date, what you about to do, bro? Let the fans know. I will listen to it if it does come out. (laughs) That's it. That's all. I'm not giving this man no more clout. This dude. If he wants to drop the album on that date, go ahead. But I, we're well aware now. I'm not. I've, I've been, you know, I'm not here for it anymore with Kanye. He's kind of like on my last nerve. Kind of on my last nerve. Man said, I've been waiting for three live music sessions. Nah, I feel you, bro. You remember me with like music session number three? I, I didn't even hear it. Yeah. Still to this day. If anything, you, you caused me to feel this like, way. Because of that, I mean, that's real. I'll say this, man. Like, I'm ex- me and me and Captain Kirk, we made a bet. So, like, I think he's gonna drop it only because, like, right now he's on this vindictive tip, and like, vindictive yeah, he can never quite you know figure out. But like, uh-huh. you know, if if he doesn't do it, I'm not surprised. I'm not. I'm definitely not holding my breath because I don't know about you, but Don is still in the rotation. And uh, Loki, I, I kind of hope that like it's not gonna just be a bunch of like. Changes on there, if you know what I mean. Changes. Um, yeah. I mean, I don't really know, man. Like, uh, I have nothing, nothing to say, really. I, I'll know it's real okay. once, once I've listened to it like three times, at least. Yeah, three times. But yeah, man. Um. I don't know. Did you did you find any new music this week? Any anything you feel like you want to share with the crowd, with the audience? I mean, you know, like obviously, obviously, like bumping with you know that new Kyle album. I personally enjoyed it. As, I enjoyed it for someone who got into Kyle with his for like first out, like first official album, which is like you know, it was like a nice poppy track, but like good, like it felt like a genuine track made by like an artist who's like just expressing his emotions, trying to go into the more pop centric sound, and he has the ability to sing. Definitely better than Rocky at this point. Then he dropped the second album. I wasn't really feeling that one, to be honest with you. It felt a little too much too much of heartbreak. And then he dropped this one, like, again, this Friday. And, uh, you know, he sounds to be, he still, like, has a love central theme to it, but it's, like, a lot less. It's, like, maybe, like, him just trying to, like, get a girl or something. And I could sort of see it's 
I can see the music being played in a social setting, but outside of that, I'm just been bumping Kenny Mason right now, bro. Keep mm. an eye out for him. Mm. Yo, Kenny Mason. Mm. I need I need Kenny Mason and Denzel Curry to do another track with each other. Yeah. How about you, Papa Vic? That'd be exciting. What have you been, you know, listening to? Um, I actually found because I've I've been seeing their name a lot, especially like on kind of like in that mid to bottom part of like uh, festival posters, Paris, Texas. Um, okay. Very interesting kind of sound. They're very like uh, kind of like that Zilla kind of, but not as like I guess emo metal kind of hip hop production kind of crossover. Um, very interesting sound. I like their their EP uh, more so that came out like in last fall. Uh, been listening to that, um, which is like new to me. But yeah, bro, ASAP Rocky, here to stay. All smiles, bro. All smiles. All we smiles, need it, bro. Whenever we're talking about, oh, when we talk about that album, just for, oh, when we talk about his discography, it's all smiles, bro. Mm-hmm. We'll probably do a ranking by then. We do need that wank set, though. Wank set. We, we, need, we need a wank set. Though. We do need that, though. At least a single, bro. True. And let Jane rap, bro. <laughs> all right, but the steady rotation, we out. Peace.